Welcome to another episode of The Virulent News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes. I'm your host, Wayne Bibbs. If this is your first time joining us, first of all, welcome. And secondly, the main purpose of this podcast is to identify and help eliminate the toxic habits that keep us from pursuing our literary and entertainment dreams. Those habits and attitudes may come from the people around you, or you could be sabotaging your own efforts to the point where you may not even make the effort anymore. This podcast is an affirmation of you, a reminder that you actually can write that book or host that show or whatever it is that you want to do, no matter what others or even you yourself may say. I want to ask you a question, just something for you to ponder. What would you consider a success in your literary journey? What would it take for you to feel that this undertaking wasn't a complete waste of time? I ask this because a lot of people set a threshold of satisfaction in their endeavors, which is natural. Have you ever asked yourself, what if I can't reach 120,000 words, for example, or what if my book doesn't reach X sales, then I'm not doing well, or, or this isn't working out? Again, this is normal, and I totally understand it since I used to do it myself, but if I may make a suggestion, consider never doing that again. By its very nature, what if is an excuse to look for negative outcomes. What if, especially if followed by I can't or it doesn't, is a search for everything that can go wrong, and that's no way to begin any project. Also, what ifs don't necessarily invite honest self-responses. What if no one buys my book? Okay, what if? If you publish a book and few people buy it, ask yourself why the book isn't selling. Is it a marketing failure? And if so, how do you correct it? Have you let enough people know the book's even out there? Are you reaching out beyond just your family and friends to let them know about you and your book? Should you maybe change the title or the cover art? It's important to recognize that these are not give up questions. These are, let me tweak this a bit, questions. As the great and gracious Sylvia Hubbard tells us, you cannot just write the book and wait for people to discover that you've written it. And the great and gracious Sylvia Hubbard is absolutely right. I know how hard it can be to talk about something you've done because a lot of people aren't comfortable talking about themselves. But let me assure you, it's okay to inform people of the existence of your project. It's perfectly fine to say to people, hello, my name is so-and-so. I've written a book called such-and-such -such about blah, blah, blah. Now, when I wrote my first book, Catalyst, I was going from table to table in a bowling alley, telling complete strangers about it. I had promotional book cards, I had bookmarks, ink pens, wristbands, I had everything. My wife would go to her doctor's appointments, and she would tell the staff at the counter about my book, 
but she would speak just loudly enough that the other patients in the room would hear her and maybe ask her about it. I did book talks and meet the author events and I, I just attacked the whole marketing issue. And you know what happened then? I met other authors who were more experienced at marketing and I picked their brains and they told me how to step up my game a bit, which I did. One of my last guests on my podcast was a man named Ross Aitken, and he mentioned, and rightfully so, that authors and podcasters are some of the most helpful giving people ever. He had questions about how to do podcasts, and they helped him, and now he hosts three of his own. All this because he didn't ask himself what if, and then quit, and neither should you. Think of it this way. As a writer on any level, you understand and appreciate the power of words. If you have any plans of becoming a writer or bringing someone else's words to life as an actor, you know how important it is to use just the right words in just the right way. Everyone knows there's a right and a wrong way to talk to an employer, right? To talk to your parents, to talk to your spouse. What people tend to forget is that there is a right way and a wrong way to speak of yourself. There's a quote that's attributed to Bruce Lee. Don't speak negatively about yourself even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. That's why you should get out of the habit, the very toxic habit, of asking negative-leaning what-if questions. If you just must ask a bunch of what-ifs, at least make them positive what-ifs. What if more people buy my book than I had planned? What if libraries and other podcasters start contacting me to do more interviews? What if I need to write a sequel? See, those are the kinds of questions you need to ask yourself, and you need to be honest with your answers. Better plan on selling more books. Keep a nice outfit ready for those book talks and meet the author events. And as for that sequel, better get busy writing it. Remember, just as surely as you have the power to tear yourself down, you have the power to build yourself up. It is your choice. Choose not only to build yourself up, but to proof yourself against attempts by others to tear you down. How? By using your ears and your mind to filter out comments of those who were not brave enough to try new things and who simply didn't have your courage. If you're a new listener or you just haven't had time to check out the last episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Tori Adkins, an actor and a comedian. He told a story about a horrifying experience of his, but he also had a message of encouragement. He pointed out that in the arts and entertainment industry, there's no shortage of people who will reject you. It is a simple fact of entertainment life that you will hear more no's than you will yeses. But in this, as in all things, you must understand, believe, and remember that you are enough. You have within you the ability to do the things that you want to do. All that's necessary is the will to begin that journey. Also, 
There are a lot of tips for writing, acting, marketing, performing, and all of them will be very helpful. But do not beat yourself up if you cannot do them all at one time. It takes a while to develop winning habits. Don't stop if you don't get them quite right on the first try. Change takes time, and your path may not be the same as mine or anyone else's that you know. But no matter how slowly or quickly the change occurs, you must take those steps to get where you're going. By taking those first few steps, you are way ahead of all those people who ever wanted to do the very same thing but were afraid to try. With every new step you take, you're placing more and more distance between yourself and those people, the people who doubted you, and the people who actively tried to stop you. As you look in the rearview mirror of your life, you will see all those people fading into the background along with one other person, the version of yourself that didn't really believe you could do it. Now, if you're willing to put in the time, you will achieve your goals, but you have to put in that work. DoorDash doesn't deliver success. You still have to go and get it yourself. Thank you for checking out this episode of The Variant News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes. Before you go, please subscribe to the show. If you subscribe to my show, you'll be alerted to new episodes, and I always want you to know when I'm sharing something new with you. So please subscribe, and ask your friends to subscribe too. I'm Wayne Bibbs, and I look forward to talking to you again. Until then, take care.